This is Witches, Bitches, and Dead People with Intuitive Oracle Jamie Hearn. Jamie stirs the cauldron with witches, shamans, healers, psychics, and mediums who bravely share their power and give you insight into what conversations with dead people really look like. It's probably not what you think. Sometimes hilarious, sometimes macabre, and always informative. Hello and welcome. This is Witches, Bitches, and Dead People. I'm Jamie Hearn. Today, we're chatting with Jen Plotnikoff. She's a biodynamic craniosacral therapist with a background in somatic self-healing practices, primordial sound and movement exploration, and lifelong continuum student. She is eternally dedicated to learning and teaching embodiment practices that honor the innate primordial intelligence. That's like, that seems so significant and elusive to me. So I can't wait to hear more about it. She is also an anti-capitalist hippie who gives zero fucks about luxury, this and shiny objects. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Cause I'm like in the dirt all the time. I'm like, Oh yeah. Who, who needs to like go in and get ready to go out? I'm good. Like, <laughs> sustainable living co-created generative communities and living in alignment with her deepest values is in all aspects of her life. Body business relationships are what get her really wet. I'm here. She's here to melt toxic cultural paradigms and reclaim sacred feminine sovereignty Yay. i'm so glad you're here <laughs> that's like the the mission that powerful smart women need to come together on so thanks for joining us thank you for the invites thanks for reading that <laughs> that was awesome i love it so let's start with your background like how did you get on this path? Oh, yeah. Yeah, speaking of primordial <laughs> journeys. <laughs> well, I guess I've always been a bit of an environmentalist hippie. And my my work started actually in teaching um, environmental education to youth. Um, and then that evolved into, I actually worked as a park ranger in the wilderness cool. of British Columbia for 10 years. Um, and that kind of evolved into um, the work that I do now um, because the body, the embodiment piece and being in our bodies and actually like reclaiming our humanity and our environmental issues that we've got going on, like the things that we see in the outside world, they're, the, they're one and the same, right? I mean, what's going on internally, like we just look outside and we see exactly what's happening, right? Because it's a reflection. And with the feminine, you know, I mean, the natural world is an expression of feminine creation, chaos, right. destruction, right? So it's a, a direct relationship to what's going on internally, individually, culturally, societally, like all those layers, right, are expressed in all these things. So I think for me, I realized my path to addressing some of these things that are really important to me. Um, and like having a harmonious relationship with our planet, with the earth and ourselves 
from being in a relationship. You know, we are nature too, right? We're not separate, right? And and now is really the time. It's funny, we're talking about some astrological things. And I have a, a friend of mine who's an astrologer, and she's like, you know, now really is the time when, you know, we're in this place of like, ex, like the extremes are getting further, you know, like AI and like all these different things. Right. Yet, the like pull to actually come into our bodies, like we're actually the technology. And so, you know, she thinks that it's actually coming within, like that's the kind of um, awareness and awakening that we're about to have. So we'll we'll see. I mean, (laughs) it's all unfolding, but. (laughs) And it's so interesting. I love that you mentioned the relationship with ourselves because so many of us have toxic relationships with our bodies based on the bullshit patriarchal paradigms that we've been crushed into for so long. And I love that there are women like you out there who are like, fuck them. Like, it's about me and, and how I relate to me. I love it. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I realized too, like in my own journey, I've had to really face some very, um, let's say, harsh truths (laughs) that I was carrying, like my own internalized patriarchy and my own internalized misogyny, right? Like these are things, especially, and this is one of the reasons why, you know, I focus a lot on women, like I don't try to exclude men, but this work really is because it, it actually gets carried on through the feminine lineage, through our maternal lineage. And it's something, it's, it's one of the things, you know, when a lot of people are sometimes, you know, I talk a lot about the nervous system and the body work because it's directly related to um, what's, you know, the, the why, you know, a lot of these, uh, the reasons why at a core level that we're perpetuating a lot of these patriarchal beliefs and ideas is because on like a deep subconscious, like nervous system survival level like that's what we believe that you know on a on a on a body level that we need to do to survive because we also have that cellular memory from you know cave woman and caveman which is very different than the modern paradigm that we live in but if we're not aware of those um, impulses if we're not aware and in relationship to that then we are, you know, driven by that. That's like 99% of our actions is coming from that place, right? So it is important to be in relationship with that organic primordial body because that's actually the thing that's carrying all of these pieces that we're wanting to unravel. And it's funny because we're also in a place culturally because we're like, we're so advanced mentally that we have kind of deluded ourselves into thinking that that's actually now our reality when we've kind of forgotten that it needs, there need to be in union, right? Like if we're not in harmony with what's happening on a mental spiritual level, the body is the thing that's actually the manifest in this world, right? So if we want the reality of what we see in this world to shift and change, we need to be in harmony, you know, individually. Like it starts at that individual level awareness, right? And then it rapidly, like it's interesting, like with 
even with me and my own experience, you know, me showing up in a more embodied way rapidly, it's like, um, what's the word? Like there's this rapid reflection and resonance that happens. It's like when you drop the pebble in the pond and it just, the, the ripple effect, it just spreads, mm-hmm. right? And it's because that's that's how it works, right? I mean, we talk about this in like energy <laughs> work, but really when you're actually in alignment and in harmony with that, other people can sense that, you know, other people's bodies, other people's sense of safety and beingness, they, re- they respond to that, right? Without even often being aware, like most people are, aren't really aware of that, right? But there is some level of response. We can't not. I mean, we are energetic beings. You know, our heart, um, the like electromagnetic field, for example, for our heart can actually be detected with modern technology and machines, like a meter and a half from our bodies, right? Yeah. So I mean, we're interacting. And, and that's a fascinating quantum physics conversation all in itself. But it's so true. Like, and it's not only for empaths, everyone's energy responds to the stimuli that other people's vibrations and energy is putting out. Totally. Totally. Well, even on a, so that, that meter, uh, um, that's from the HeartMath Institute, which is an interesting organization. I don't know if you're familiar for, for anyone who is curious. Uh, they have a really cool website and they're all about research on the heart. And so that's actually from this understanding and research that they've done. It, it's, you know, just basically trying to understand our biology and the role of the heart. And it's literally, I mean, we're pretty mysterious on a biological <laughs> level. Like, you know, a lot of the background from, um, you know, biodynamic cranial psychotherapy is we look a lot to embryology in order to inform us, like, how did we form? And how does that inform how our biology works, right? So most Western modern medicine is like, let's break it down into pieces and then figure it out with that, right? But when it comes to biology and nature, we can't do that because it doesn't make sense because things are related to each other, right? So we need a different paradigm to start to understand how things work. And so with biodynamics, the paradigm that has been chosen is, well, let's look at how did we form? You know, like how did we literally form with our intelligence? Like we didn't think our lungs into being, you know, we didn't think our heart into being like, you know, there was like no hard work and intention. It just kind of organically manifested. And yet there's this like intelligent force driving that we don't really understand what that is we're trying to figure I mean scientists literally are trying to figure out I mean that's what IVF a lot of the research comes from you know trying to understand embryology but the interesting thing is in our unfolding of what we have what we know so far is it becomes more and more mysterious and it becomes more and more um this unfolding, right? So even like, you know, when you're talking about, oh, the, about the primordial stuff, and it's like, literally, when we can kind of come back to that cellular intelligence, like that, that place of knowing that fo- literally like formed our bones and our muscles and our tissues in this like really intelligent way, it's, it's beyond words, it's beyond like, 
you know, figuring it out mentally, but it is a different kind of intelligence. There's like a deeper intelligence and it puts us back into relationship with that original, like in biodynamics, we call it like original health, but original source. Like it comes, we can be in relationship to spirit source who we are at a core without all the, you know, stuff, (laughs) the programming, but not in a out there, you know, I think sometimes within the spiritual world, we can kind of go, you know, out there, we can kind of go outside of our physical bodies, but it's a knowing it's coming back of like, I can experience that relationship that I have inherently with that being in relationship to the force of the source that actually formed me of like who I am in my body, not outside of it, in my body. And that's the place where we can really start to work with, like that's the, for me, the place of like juiciness because it cracks us open to, okay, I am like this experience that we have in the world is really effing crazy. (laughs) Like it's a lot, right? So how do we come to terms with that? You know, how can we reconcile the, craziness, the pain, the destruction, the chaos that is part of this experience. And it's like by being able to sit with that primordial knowing, we have the capacity to be with all the things of this experience. And I think that's where a good place to start. That's where like with the work that I do, I, I start there. And then from there, we can be grounded. We can start to, you know, receive information We could start to have more harmonious and connected relationships with other people because we're no longer in like this place of like survival mode. Like now I I can have a conversation with you and like, listen, like to understand, like, where are you actually coming from? Right. Most of us are in relationship to even other humans is like, um, this is like my sense of identity and who I am. And I kind of have to like prove my validity to you. Right. And we and we and we all do that. <laughs> so none of right. us are really listening. None of our, us are really connecting, even though on like a deep, deep, deep level. That like that's why we're nowhere here. We want to be seen for our authenticity or our honesty, right? But then we're also simultaneously afraid and trying to protect those most vulnerable beings. So. Yeah, I mean, in essence, that's the thing, right? Like the more we can actually be connected to that. Uh, potency, the connection of who I really am and actually feel okay with all of that, it gives permission for all of my life and also your experience and what's happening. And that gives us room and space to actually have a conversation, right? Like we can actually, okay, like what, what maybe we should be doing about this, right? Rather than protecting <laughs> our stand. That's super interesting. And I think that so many people are just like sustaining and surviving and not taking pause to contemplate all of the nuance and subtlety of relationship to ourselves, to others, how it all fits together. And it's all just so fascinating. I want to make sure we touch on 
the concept of primordial intelligence prim and you talk about primordial sound and movement. So can you tell us more about that? Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of, I kind of touched on it briefly and I will do my best in putting into words what is something that is often really wordless. I actually have a, a really dear friend of mine who is a client. We worked together for a couple of years and, and she's also a writer. <laughs> and she had been reflecting, you know, the work that we did together for a couple of years. And she said, you know, I still don't have words like to put to exactly the experience that happened. Essentially, like if you think about uh, nature, if you think about how things work, the things that are kind of unexplainable, like how did we form our heart? How did we grow our being? Right? Like, you know, for example, if, as we're starting as humans, I feel called to kind of share a little bit about the heart story because I feel like it's fascinating. So before we have like a beating heart as an embryo, we are just like this little group of, uh, we have blood cells and some blood cells are, are destined to be heart cells essentially. And they will start on their own um, producing a heartbeat. Um, and eventually we don't understand why or what exactly is driving this, but at a certain point in our development, those um, heartbeats that are kind of all randomly beating individually will start to harmonize together. And that will actually like bring them together and unite them together. And this is all happening in fluid because we're all at this point, like collagen and water and minerals and jello. Right. But there is this, driving force that is literally forming ourselves and that's what i call our primordial intelligence it's forming mm -hmm. our heart it's the it's kind of like the dancer and the dance right so if you're dancing the dance is coming through you so like your body is the form but the actual intelligence the expression the creativity whatever you want to call that, you know, you can call it God or the universe or spirit or, you know, primordial like energy. There's some intelligence that is literally creating us through the um, liquidy gel sol material and forming this intelligence. And so there are ways that we can, relate and connect back to that because that is not just what's forming us and forming all life forms on this planet but it's still there right like we still are being formed we're living it's the living expression of being embodied in a body on this planet it's being part of nature, right? So whether it's the ocean, whether it's us, um, I like to call, think of it as like we're like an, we have an inner ocean, right? Because we're mostly water. So that is the you know primordial um, force that I'm talking about. There's the basis of forming all life on Earth and recycling it too, right? The life and death and rebirth cycle, and it's basically creation that's creating us, forming us, shaping us. And it's interesting because, you know, one of our cultural paradigms that we have is age. And so we have these ideas 
around, you know, what happens when we age. And the thing that I found really interesting is in this work. So I kind of came into this work from my own um, physical health issues. And I was not at my most healthiest, happiest in my 20s. <laughs> and what was interesting for me is as I actually followed this process and aged, it's actually like liberated myself from, you know, chronic pain. Um, I have a lot more range of motion. There's a lot more fluidity in my body. Um, there's actually more resilient resilience. And so what I've learned, um, and I mean, this is coming from my mentors as well, who are a lot older than me. And I remember saying, wow, like I would love to move like that. <laughs> and you're 69. So <laughs> there's hope, right? Obviously, like it, it really kind of broke. It started to kind of crack this understanding of what is nature. Right? So again, like the primordial force is constantly shape-shifting and forming us, and it's still forming us. So if we're in relationship to that on a daily basis, we can actually allow the vitality, my cats are just going crazy right now, <laughs> but we can allow the vitality of that life force of creation to create and adjust and shape shift. It's literally still creating our experience, our physical experience and expression. So even though as adults we are formed, we're not these stagnant machines, right? We're constantly in creation. Our cells are constantly being renewed and regenerative. And so, you know, this, like working from this um, paradigm can allow us to do pretty deep physical healing work because we're actually literally working with something that has the potential to restructure, you know, how our joints are relating, how our muscles are. Um, and we can literally free our cells from chronic, you know, different patterns because they're held in our nervous system. But our nervous system, again, is being informed by that same primordial force. Right. So nothing is like set in stone, set in concrete. So in working with that, there's different ways, like on a practical level, the two biggest um, tools that I personally work with are touch and sound um, to actually directly access that. Because basically, I mean, if you think about energy as vibration, sound is also vibration. Right? And right. so Sound allows us to basically, um, if you think about putting a speaker next to water, that's essentially what we can do. We can actually work with sound internally to, and, and the work that I do, it's important to, because we have this, like in our culture, we're very like intentional and stuff, like we're going to do this to do this, right? So a lot of this working with this primordial expression is, how much can I actually just listen? Like how much can I, you know, sound, might do some sounding and then I might sit back and listen and what effect did that have on my cells? What am I noticing on an internal process? And maybe I don't notice anything. And can I just be okay with anything that comes up? Like there's a lot of beginner's mind here, right? coming back to that place of origins. It's coming back to that place of, of um, 
being in relationship to that primordial force that is us, that's constantly forming us. And then touch is a wonderful tool to help to connect us, again, to listen to our bodies, not in a kind of self-massage, kind of like I'm going to work out this kink, but just what's the simple experience of like touching my own intelligence, my own cells, my own skin? Like, can I actually just be with the experience of that? What does it feel like to receive the touch? And what does it feel like to actually, you know, touch my own skin, my own cells, my nervous system, my heart? And it's so simple, but it's literally kind of mind-blowing. Um, when it's really, it's a lot of it is a, is a adjustment. Like a lot of the coaching work and stuff that I do is just kind of reminding people to come back to that place of being non-intentional and being curious. And because we all have like our patterns and our stories of like, Oh, what does that mean? And, you know, like, can we just be curious and experience the thing in the moment and try not trying to make a meaning out of it or what it's supposed to be or, and just really actually truly listening, that skill development allows us to start to get in relationship with that primordial, like this is actually who I am. And in the practice of that, it's really, I mean, cracking wide open is are the words that people have used. It really does. It cracks us open to, oh my God, like this is, this is who I am. And it's, actually way more incredible like and lovely than I I realized right like we have so much stuff and this isn't necessarily about jettisoning it but it's about from this place and perspective that I have now that stuff now looks different to me you know like it doesn't have to be jettisoned I can just see it differently it's like when you're listening to someone else with an open heart talking about their stuff and you can just witness them, you know, without having to fix them or change them or it to be different. And like that in itself is so not just incredibly healing, but it's transformative. Yes. Right. So literally every question that I wanted to ask you, you answered in the next question. So I don't know if we're just that connected already on first meeting or what, but that was fantastic. I love it. <laughs> Where can people find you if they want to learn more about you and the work you do? Oh, that's a good question. Well, I have, I, I'm online, so I have all the things. Um, Jen Plotnikoff is my name with two N's, and I'm sure you'll write it somewhere. So I'm on Facebook. I'm on the no. Instagram. Those are two my main two um um, like social media type presences. We also have a personal blog that's jenplotnikoff.com. And then my website uh, for my work is called movedfromwithin.com. So moved from within kind of being a nod to that um, relationship to the primordial. And in relationship to that, it's like, how can I move through my life? Letting that, that part lead, you know, that's the, I think it is, as well, it's like, we're kind of like, we have a deep yearning as humans, as nature to like be in relationship to that. And 
that is, I feel like that deep, like sometimes existential, like, you know, sometimes angst that sometimes we can feel and being in like coming back to that is like this really deep, true sense of coming home. Like this is who I am and it's actually really beautiful and brilliant. And that connection to that actually lets me get deeper into me rather than feel like I need to escape me. Right. I I love that. I'm super excited to learn about the work that you're doing because it is so needed. So probably 90% of the people I talk to are looking for escapism, whether it's just a substance or indulgence or whatever, just to detach, but really learning to go within seems like it's so powerful. And it's really the essence of divine feminine energy. Yeah, it really is. It is the the reason why we're here too. It is to be in a body and the, and I mean, it took me a long time. I mean, now I talk about like the gifts of being embodied and all of this. And like, I did not start my life like that. <laughs> I mean, I escaped through spiritualism and mostly yoga and Eastern spiritualism for like, God, like 20 years, you know? Um, so I get the fact that it's not an easy place, but the fear of it is actually way worse than the experience of the thing, right? And the fear's got no reward. The experience is where all the reward is. Totally, totally. But it makes sense, right? Like the fear has, it's also rooted in a kind of intelligence in its own too, because there's a, a place that feels like literally like I'm going to die if I kind of go into this space. And we don't live in a culture that, that holds us in mystery and the unknown, you know? So we have a cultural paradigm that also encourages us to escape in different ways, even if it's through, you know, work and cleaning and controlling our environment. (laughs) There's so many like, you know, it's part of being human, right? It's it's, uh, it's part of the the dance. Beautiful. Well, I want to thank you for giving us this little insight into the work you do and the magic of it. Thank you so much for your invite. It's such a pleasure to meet you and chat with you and connect with you. Absolutely. Well, I will see everyone on Witches, Bitches, and Dead People next week. Peace and badass magic. Thank you for listening to Witches, Bitches, and Dead People with Jamie Hearn. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in. 